Hello and welcome to the seventh episode of the Coached by Holes podcast, a podcast I hope will help you to live healthier and happier while still enjoying a fun-filled life. The Christmas tree came down on Saturday and I actually felt really sad. I think this will sound strange or really strange to some people, but some people might be able to relate. The thought of Arthur, we named our Christmas tree Arthur, the thought of him being downstairs in the bin room all by himself in the cold just makes me really sad. He's a tree. I know he's a tree, but it's still sad though, isn't it? (laughs) Poor Arthur. Um, So yeah, we needed something to fill that space. So uh, we went to buy a gorgeous new lamp and a new plant. Absolutely love a plant. If you can't have a Christmas tree, the next best thing is a plant, obviously. So I got a banana leaf plant that we have named Rosa and she's beautiful. (laughs) So this episode is just going to be ins and outs for January. And these are my ins and outs but I hope they will inspire you to think about your ins and outs to be honest um I think these are things everyone should be adopting to live as the the healthiest and happiest self in 2024 so I'll just go through them all so we'll start off with the ins in number one more time outside in nature And I do speak about this a lot. There are so many benefits to you getting outside, being in nature. You're outside, so you're getting some natural sunlight, more vitamin D, which this time of year, um, you're not going to get that much vitamin D from being outside. And actually, between the months of September to April, it's actually recommended that you supplement vitamin D. So if you aren't already, get involved in that. Uh, but you're out in the sunlight, refreshed, fresh air, increases productivity, clears your mind. Um, and actually being outside in nature is actually linked to improved body image. You're sort of coming into your own body, into yourself, and you're immersing yourself in the beauty of what is outside. So getting outside in nature a little bit more this year. And then less time on social media. So I listened to another podcast on this the other day and it was a guy who's working on guiding AI, artificial intelligence, in a safe and beneficial path. I don't know about you guys, but the thought of AI actually terrifies me a little bit. So this podcast um, actually sort of put a little bit more confidence (laughs) into the thought of AI for me. Um, And he was making us aware that the goal of the main social media giants is to get us scrolling on their apps for as long as possible, as this is beneficial to them. It's making them more money. The longer we're on their app, the more they are benefiting from it. And this is just making us as a human population less intelligent with a short attention span. So this really fueled my goal of less time on social media. Now. I am grateful for Instagram and some others of the social media sites. They do have some benefits, like bringing different communities together, 
you can find like-minded people. I've actually just started following a page from Liverpool, which is just all girls that are looking to make friends in Liverpool and they put events on every now and then. And the last one they put on was from the weekend and over 100 girls showed up to go for a run together in a park and then to a coffee shop. Like that's amazing. And I actually want to get involved in one of those. Um, And then also I'm super grateful for Instagram as it's helped my business grow. But Instagram can also, and other social media sites can also be super toxic. So I've set the goal of no more than 30 minutes of mindless scrolling a day. I am going to be have to be super disciplined with myself here and not class being on my business Instagram so just scrolling as quote unquote work. So I use Instagram a lot for my business. If I'm just scrolling, looking on the searched area, I could just pass it off as oh, I'm looking for real ideas or I'm looking for business ideas when actually I am just mindlessly scrolling. So I'm going to have to be really careful and stay disciplined there. And me and Ryan have also agreed to no social media Sundays and to be fair, Saturday mornings as well, and just spend more time in the morning being productive rather than just laying in bed scrolling. Um, So it was actually about one o'clock before we went on our phones on Saturday. And then on Sunday, we decided to get up, go for a walk to get croissants and coffee for breakfast without our phones. And it was weird. Like We didn't even take our phones out with us. I took cash to pay with because you forget that everything is on our phone. And I don't know what it is. You just instantly feel anxious, like, oh, someone's going to need me. Something's going to go wrong. And I, I felt like I wanted to take pictures to show everyone that this is what I was doing. Why do I feel the need to do that? I myself are guilty of, and I've mentioned this on my stories before, I myself am guilty of just showing sort of like the perfect happy side of life. Like every time I go on a walk, I only put it on Instagram if it's sunny outside. (laughs) So I've made an active effort to just picture it every time, regardless of the weather. And I felt like, when we went for breakfast, I needed to take pictures of the croissants, take pictures of the bakery, take pictures of my walk and put it on Instagram, which I find hard because my business is on Instagram and obviously I need to keep my interactions up. So part of me is like I need to show more on my stories and then the other part of me is wanting to be a bit more private. So I myself, I'm going to have to find the balance with that. But why did I in that moment feel the need to share that with everyone? Me and Ryan were just enjoying our Sunday morning together without a phone. And after a little while, I got used to it and I really enjoyed it. We engaged in more conversation. I feel like we laughed more. We actually enjoyed the coffee and the croissant a little bit more without distractions. And yeah, we really benefited from that. So I would recommend more of us doing that more often. Next one, setting flexible boundaries that support you, your health and your relationships. So what I mean by flexible is that you can control them depending on your situation. They aren't flexible for what other people want. They are flexible to what you need. So let's say, for example, a boundary that you've set yourself um, is to not go to sleep past 10pm because you value your sleep. You know how important sleep is perfect 
but then one of your values is connection and relationships and you're ready to find a relationship so you start chatting to someone and they ask to take you out on a date and then that date runs past 10 p.m because you're having such a good time that is where your boundaries can be flexible because they are working alongside what you value but then say the next day it's a Sunday night you've got work in the morning you're usually up for the gym at 5 a.m and you're chatting away and it gets to 10 p.m. and you're still mid-conversation, what's the better choice here? Jeopardizing your sleep or staying awake chatting to him? Realistically, the choice is yours, but where is your boundary? The boundary is flexible. For you in that moment, the choice is the choice is yours, basically. But making sure your boundaries aren't jeopardized for someone else's wants. They're all about your needs. My next in is to tell people more often that you're grateful for them and that you appreciate them. If someone does something nice for you, thank them and tell them you appreciate them. Tell the people closest to you how grateful you are for them. Tell the people closest to you how much you appreciate the things they do for you on a regular basis. I genuinely believe communication and regularly voicing how you feel about them and showing gratitude for what they do for you is the cement to a good relationship whether it's with family friends or your partner another in live in line with your values not your partners not your friends not anyone else's yours you'll find that you can live a much happier more content life when you live alongside your own values. Now, I touched on this a little bit in the last episode. It's super important to work out your core core values so you can align your daily habits and actions with your values. So, for example, one of your core values is family. And then you find yourself staying late after work every night and not being there to put your children to sleep that will start to affect your happiness. That will start to affect your mood. So what can you do there to align your actions with that value of family? And then the last in, the last one is move and fuel your body as a gift, not as punishment. I personally think that a healthful diet and exercise is the best form of self-love to yourself and to your body. Your body is your home. It's the only home you're going to get. So what's the best way to take care of your home? It's by fueling it well with nourishing foods and by moving it in the way it wants and the way it needs. Our bodies were designed to be moved. And then I think especially after Christmas, there's a lot of push to increase workouts, increase intensity of workouts to burn off the Christmas food. No. Nuh-uh. We aren't using exercise as punishment for eating the foods we enjoy during a special time with friends and family. And we aren't going to do that for any other time of the year either. Time for the outy outs. First out, using filters on pictures and videos. And I want this to be an out for everyone. How can you ever expect to love what you see in the mirror if you are constantly putting filters on your pictures and changing the way you naturally look 
I feel quite strongly about this because as a coach whose goal is it is to help improve people's self-confidence and body image, I'm literally fighting a losing battle if we're constantly changing the way we look through Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, or whatever it is. It's the same with pictures we take of like the natural world, our food, of cities, whatever it is. I was lucky enough to go to Thailand for the second time last year, and Thailand is absolutely beautiful. But I remember walking um, to this beach with another girl, and when we got there, she was like, oh, this doesn't look like it does on Instagram. And she was actually disappointed. But yet through my eyes, all I could see was absolute beauty of the natural world. And I was in awe of how beautiful it was. We are setting unrealistic expectations of ourselves and of places by placing these filters on them. And then expectation leads to disappointment. Unnecessary disappointment. You and the world we live in are beautiful enough. We don't need filters to change that. Outie number two. Sounds like I'm talking about a belly button. (laughs) Outie number two. Stop people pleasing. I've been a victim of this for so many years. And since I've stopped people pleasing, I've been able to live, again, a lot happier and more content doing what I want to do. And it sounds selfish. It feels selfish to begin with. But when you stop people pleasing and giving as much energy to people who probably don't actually deserve it, you have a lot more time and energy to focus on yourself. And I also want us to stop glorifying stress and constantly being busy. It's actually really important to be able to slow down. And again, this is something I've only recently been able to do. There's often a reason you always feel the need to be busy. It's often covering up a different feeling, a different emotion that we actually need to work through and not just mask it with constantly being busy. Productive, perfect, but busy, no. Another out for 2024 is our limiting beliefs. We all have them and I want us to stop allowing our limiting beliefs to I want us to stop allow, allowing limiting beliefs to stop us achieving greatness. We got there eventually. <laughs> Some have more limiting beliefs than others. Oh, actually, if you haven't seen it on Netflix yet, it's called Bitconned. The guy on there, zero limiting beliefs, zero fear. And his whole success, if you can call it success, to be fair, his success was making millions, but out of conning people, basically. This was all fueled by egotistic self-confidence. Absolutely mental. <laughs> Give it a watch if you can. But we all have limiting beliefs that are stopping us from achieving greatness. So can you identify those limiting beliefs and remove them where possible? It's often things like, I can't do that. Why? Why can't you do that? Have you even tried? Nine times out of ten, you haven't even tried. So remove that limiting belief, give things a go, and you never know, it might work out amazing. And if it doesn't, absolutely fine. We are allowed to fail. Failure is a good thing because that's what you can then learn from to move forward. So those were my ins and outs for January, but my coaching of clients will be aligned with these ins and outs because 
like I always say at the start of the podcast, I want you to live a healthy and happy, fun-filled life. And I believe these ins and outs will what are what will allow you to do that. Thank you as always for listening. Okay, love you. Bye.